you know, construction costs have not gone up by a whole lot. They, they have gone up over time, you know, but they, they haven't gone up by hundreds of percentages. You know, they haven't doubled, tripled, quadrupled. Mm -hmm. Whereas the land value has. You know, land values, like I said, went up from five oh, yeah. to ten million dollars up to thirty-five million dollars in today's market. So what that does is when you look at a performa, you know, the real big delta is in land acquisition costs. It's not in the construction costs. That's the delta. So for any of us as developers, you know, our construction costs across the board are gonna be virtually the same. There's not gonna be a whole lot of you know, variations in construction costs unless we're talking about different types of construction altogether, you know, like a gypsum build versus a concrete pour or a podium building versus, you know, a gypsum build or something like that. So those are the types of, you know, variables that you'll see. But if you're talking about an apples to apples comparison where you've got a concrete, port in place concrete structure like ours is and, and, and 1200 Avenue at Port Imperial and, mm -hmm. and Evora and 1000 Avenue and Glasshouse, not Glasshouse, uh, what's the one up top? Cliffside Parks, uh, One Park. One park. park. Yeah. Oh, so if you're yeah. looking at all of these types of buildings, the construction costs are virtually the same. There's almost no difference. What you're going to see that really, really differs greatly is the land acquisition costs. Yeah. And that's really going to determine now what the what the what the sales you know price is going to be at the end of it all. Right. And so because it's going to be a wave that land acquisition cost rolls through first. That's right. But then the equity and the units that are on that land yeah. rolls through right behind it. Right. So, and that's why when you look at things and you say, okay, well, if this if this land is up, you know, three and a half times now over the last ten years, then the sales price of those units should also be up three and a half. It's not true. It's it's going to be up by a significant amount. But because the construction costs and everything else, the overheads and things mm -hmm. like that that are associated with constructing a building are not up also by three and a half times, it's only going to be up by a certain amount. There's, there are certain percentages that you're going to see. So for a building like this, which has a huge footprint, huge amenity spaces and you know, 40,000 square feet of amenities, you know, this building, you know, you're selling at an average price of about $1.3 million per unit, 1.2 to 1.3, that's mm -hmm. our average. In a building in front of us, with that acquisition cost, you're going to be looking at homes at 1.6 to 1.7 million dollars. Right. You're going to be looking at an average blend on the dollar per square foot of about four, 1,300 and change, 13 to 1,400 dollars. We're at nine, so that's almost. So you're a, saying now. We're at 900 in this building. Now it should be at the at 1,300. They're okay. building. So the building in front in of us. In the future, it will yes, be. In the, the building in front yeah. of us is going to be selling somewhere between $1,300 and $1,400 a square foot just to make their numbers. Yeah. And that's all because of the acquisitions. That's all because the land acquisition right. costs are it, so high. And you got it soon enough that yeah. it can be higher. It's enough. crazy. It's so the really $400 crazy. delta. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like a 40% increase in price. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And so, you know, people, people ask me, okay, are you concerned about what's going to happen to that building in front of you when it comes? Is that going to hurt your values? And I say, absolutely not. No. You've got a smaller building with less amenities that is going to be selling at 40 to 45% more than we are yeah. with a tax structure that's not going to be what we got. Yeah. They're going to be at 2%. Well, and that half, so. not personally, the first condo that we bought when we moved to New Jersey had a new building built right next to it. Mm -hmm. Same exact problem for them, mm -hmm. not for us. 
we saw a 50% gain in our property values in two years because of those comps. They had to sell for what they sold for, but it's, but this area has some limited supply. Or, and we sold two years later for 50% more. Then we took that, we moved, we tried to find the next condo in another building that was gonna be in a similar yeah. situation. That's true. And we did that, we bought it about a year ago. We've got a new building going up next door now. That building's going to, we're looking for 50 or Wow. So it's the same thing. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what you're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that that's happened on a smaller scale, but exactly the same thing. Land acquisition costs, inventory, you know, inventory in a limited area. Right. And that's one of the, the key factors here is that we are area. right on yeah. the water. There's only so much right here on the water. Absolutely. So the hoarding period is awesome. Yeah. This is like a cool little meeting after the meeting. Yeah. yeah. I just Sometimes wish, I wish that there. we had come to market two years later. That's what I wish. I wish that we built this building two years later. Like if you we did after bought the land, land you yeah. waited, yeah. then built it. No, we've owned the land for a long time. We mothballed it forever. You oh, know, really? we, we had this during the but downturn. Who knew? Who knew this yeah. was going to be? And so that was the problem is that we had this, we were sitting on this land for so long that once the market turned for us, we decided, okay, now let's build it. And we built it. And we're still, we're doing well. It's profitable. It's a, it's a great building. It's a huge revenue generator for our division. Mm -hmm. But if we had waited two years, we probably would be 20% higher. Yeah. We'd probably sell this 20% more. But that so. benefit is the buyer's benefit now. Absolutely. Right. And that's really where the value proposition is yeah. now. You know, right. There's so much value for buyers right, right now right. coming in. Yeah. And so, I mean, the other thing is when you look at the tax structure that we have here, it is phenomenal what a really, really good tax structure can do for you. So if you look in Jersey City, just kind of as a case study, you've got the Crystal Point building and you've got 77 Hudson. 77 Hudson, we built. Mm -hmm. we great built building. Great building. Back in great 2010, building. we built it. And we're very successful selling that building out. The current residents of that building are experiencing almost a 80 to 90% increase in value. It's not just 50%. They're, mm -hmm. they're almost doubling up on their money. Wow. You bought a $750,000 two-bedroom, you're selling it at $1.6 in today's market. Mm -hmm. So certain homes, more than double, in other homes, you are at you know, 70, 80% increase in value. Now you compare that to Crystal Point. Crystal Point had a better tax structure than 77 Hudson had. That same $750,000 two bedroom unit at Crystal Point mm -hmm. is now selling at $2 million in today's market. And wow. that's simply because they had a better tax program than, than our building. Well, it makes a difference to your bottom line. Absolutely. And we had a few calls, he was like, don't, don't call me again, okay? <laughs> are you sure? Two million dollars are short. <laughs> I don't think I think it's going to be a long time before that's going to. You know, we get through this and then the market goes up. I still think it's going to be a while before right. you get to two million. Sure, but he's like, nope, I'm keeping it. You know what's really impressive also about this building is that we were able to achieve the third highest dollar per square foot in the state of New Jersey for condo construction, and so we've sold a unit here for fifteen thirty-five a square, which wow. is phenomenal. Um, you know, the, the highest is actually in our old building, it's in 77 Hudson. Yeah, it is. So, is that the penthouse unit on the, the point of the. Um, yeah, that's the one. The Stingray unit? Yeah. It's like 1625 a square for that mm -hmm. particular home. And then number two would be over Crystal Point, and then three was here. And now that 99 Hudson is coming to market, as soon as those units start to close, they'll, they'll all you know, blow up yeah. the water. But uh, you know, for now, we're the, we have yeah. the third highest, which is pretty cool. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. And so, you know, we're, 
we're excited about that. We're excited about a couple of the other homes that we have on the market now that, you know, once we, we sell those, we'll be at, you know, $1,300, $1,400 square foot on a couple of those as well. So it'll be, it'll be nice. The views are, you know, they're incredible. They really are. If you're on yeah. the penthouse level, the 12th floor of this building, yeah. looking at New York City, it is just a, it, it's just breathtaking. It's really tough to beat that. I get used to it. I mean, I see it all the time, but you know, I, I still never get bored of it. It really is. It's phenomenal. Sometimes no, you don't. You're that's looking out the window. It looks like a postcard. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've always, <laughs> since we moved here, we've always had a view of the city like that. Oh, phenomenal. And I have, you know, we'll go out shopping with clients. I have a great pair of clients that I'm trying to get here right now. Mm -hmm. And the husband says, "Oh, we'll just get tired of the view and not pay any attention to it after a while." And the wife's saying, "I don't think so." And usually, he, he and I tend to agree on quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But that's the one thing where I'm like, "No, mm -hmm. I don't think so." No, I, I'm you three years. I'm three years in, and <laughs> I don't get tired of it. And right. my wife, every night when we get home, we have a balcony that's a little bit like this, not quite this nice. Um, and she'll walk down. She'll walk right past our front door, out on. We've got about a 50-foot balcony. Wow. And she walks right out on that balcony and she stops and she leans on it and she looks at the city never gets tired. Yeah. Never. People that say that, you know, I don't think they've, they've ever had it, so they don't realize right. it. And, yeah. you know, you don't realize it until you lose it as well. So mm -hmm. once you've had it and then you lose it, yeah. it really bums you out. You know, yeah. Because you're like, oh, God, remember that view that we had yeah. a couple years ago? <laughs> so it's, it, yeah. There's and something that put tugs on your heart strings. Absolutely. Like that. 100%. Gosh, I don't get it, but. Best views in the world. It's, rom it's sure. very romantic. It is. And idyllic, idyllic and idealistic. Yeah. <laughs> idealist? Idealistic? Idealist? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ideal, very different. <laughs> idyllic is right. <laughs> romantic is right. I hate to say anything because she's so well educated. It's like, yeah, I'm just not going to say anything because I'll pipe in and say something and she'll, like, oh God, help me. But you know, a, couple, a number of years ago, somebody did a study. Uh, on the waterfront, what we call the Gold Coast of New Jersey, mm -hmm. and you know, kind of counted up how many homes or how many units there were on the entire Gold Coast, and did an analysis of how many triple A rated views there were in those properties. And triple A rated being just full views of New York. Mm -hmm. You know, they may not be fully panoramic, but full direct views of New York. And it came out to be less than seven percent. Oh, really? Yeah. So this? it's a very limited quantity. You know, people yeah. don't realize you're like, oh, waterfront views, that's what I'm going to get. That's what I'm down there for. Nope. But what people don't realize is that there aren't that many homes with really, really killer views of New York City down here. From George Washington, George Washington. All the way down to the Strasley, yeah. yeah. It's really hard to find, you know. And, you know, because of it, because of the fact that it's so limited, you know, you've got to pay for it. Mm -hmm. It's expensive. Yeah. You know, so. You know, I, I tell people when they come in, I, I, I tell them, you know, the three biggest determining factors of price in the in this building, as it is with any waterfront community, first and foremost, it's the view of New York City. Second, it's the square footage of the home. And third, it's the floor that you're on. So as you go up the building, you're going to get a floor yeah. premium. So, but the view far, far outweighs and surpasses everything else. You know, you could have, you know, in our building, in this building, you have you know, for the 07 line, which is on the southeast corner of the building with the full views of New York. Mm -hmm. As you go up the floors, you're looking at close to a $300,000 floor premium just because of the views. So when you couple the floor premium yeah. and the view together, it just, it gets incredibly expensive incredibly quickly. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
but when you're in it, you know why. That's why. You know, mm-hmm. and there and there, there it is. I mean, people are you know people that have the means and the discretionary income to do so. That's the type of inventory they want. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's in such limited quantity. It's so rare. That's what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Cool place. I love yeah. this place. All right. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for making time for us. Oh, yes. my pleasure. That was awesome. Thanks again.